Go ahead. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria, and everyone went to his own town to register. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas <laughs> and Happy New Year. Thanks for another year of being part of the Newhope family, and we'll see you all guys next year. Dearest Newhope family, I love all of you. Even those of, of you that I don't know everybody's names, but in our, in our Lord Jesus Christ, I just want to wish you more than a Merry Christmas. I want to wish you a Merry So Joseph also went from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him, and was expecting a child. While they were there, there the, time came. the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. Merry Christmas to all our church family at New Hope Chapel. We hope you have a joyous new year. Merry Christmas. We're thankful for you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas, my friends, and may you have a blessed new year. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior, the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Merry Christmas to Merry New Hope Christmas. Chapel, and Happy New Year, and good wishes. Say Merry Christmas, Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Merry Christmas, New Hope. <laughs> Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to men on whom his favor rests. Merry Christmas, and God bless us, everyone. <laughs> May each and every one of you have a Christmas season filled with the joy and love, mercy and grace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. When the angels, the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing about what has happened which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When, when they, they had, had seen, seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen which were just as they had been told. Hi, New Hope Chapel. Merry Christmas from Yande, Cameroon. Just want to send a, a special greeting from my class and myself. And remember that this is the season that will remember that Jesus is God's greatest gift of all. Have a great day and Merry Christmas. Good morning.
morning, everyone, and Merry Christmas to each and every one of you, especially to those at New Hope Chapel and also to those around the world who might be listening to New Hope Chapel's first ever virtual message. I hope that you're having a wonderful day and a Merry Christmas. You know, a few months ago, I was watching a TED Talk by a man named Eric Whitaker. Eric Whitaker is a modern-day choral composer. He has written some beautiful choral music. And he had an idea. He wanted to get a lot of people together, people from all over the globe, from various countries, to sing his music. But that's a problem, right? You can't bring everyone in around, from around the world. So he had a different idea. On my he thought about getting people to submit their entries singing their parts to his music and to put them on YouTube. And that's what they did. That's Georgie from England. She's only nine. Isn't that the sweetest thing you've ever seen? Our goal, I, it was sort of an arbitrary goal. There was an MTV video where they all sang Lollipop and they got people from all over the world to just sing that little melody. And there were 900 people involved in that. So I told the singers, that's our goal. That's the number for us to beat. And we just closed submissions. Uh, January 10th, and we, our final tally was 2,051 videos from 58 different countries. And Eric Whitaker grabbed that music and with some colleagues put it together to make a virtual choir. Two thousand voices, 58 different countries singing this beautiful music. Isn't it stunning? It's amazing how Eric Whitaker's song, the, this music, had such an impact on the world, got such a response, and became something so beautiful. We've been talking about the essential incarnation during Advent, and we've heard a number of messages, the plan for the Incarnation, the anticipation of the Incarnation, the arrival of the Incarnation, the reception of the Incarnation. Today I want to talk to you about the impact of the Incarnation. Think about it. 2,000 years ago, Jesus arrived on Earth, and immediately it had a huge impact. We read that Herod one of the Roman rulers, when he learned that the Messiah had been born, suddenly he went into a frenzy. He threatened to kill all of the baby boys because he was jealous that there would be another king that would or might oppose him. Later on in history, we see, we see countries adopt Christianity as their uh, national religion. We see wars are fought in the name of of Christianity. Even today, 2,000 years removed, Christianity, Christmas especially, has such an impact on our world. You know, our economy counts on Christmas. Retail stores count on people to come and to buy gifts for their families and their friends. But as much as Christmas has had that macro effect on politics and on economies and so forth, it also has a profound effect in the lives of individuals. I mean, think about it. Today, billions of people are celebrating 
Christmas around the world in a variety of ways. Some people are at church. Some people are uh, having Christmas dinner. Some people are gathered around a Christmas tree exchanging gifts. Some people might be contemplating the nativity. Some people might be reading the Luke 2 story. Some people might just be watching a football game. Christmas has impacted a lot of people. But in all the ways in which Christmas has impacted the world, the greatest way that it impacts the world is through the lives of individuals that receive the Messiah in the way that the Messiah wanted us to receive him. Yeah, we can remember him, we can sing songs about him, we can listen to Christmas music, we can exchange gifts, we can take a day off. But the greatest impact that the Messiah has had, that that Christmas has had, is on individual lives. And the impact is that it changes people. You know, myself, I grew up in a Christian home. Christian parents went to Christian schools, went to church every week, went to camps. I was very involved in the Christian lifestyle. But 16 years ago, I'd had enough. I had enough of just going through the motions, of doing things uh, the way that they were expected of me. I didn't embrace Jesus as my own. He wasn't really my God. I thought he was. I pretended like he was. I went through the motions like he was. But 16 years ago, I said, you know what, Jesus? Be Lord of my life. And that has made the biggest difference of anything I've ever done in my lifetime. And I know there are many people watching today that could say the very same thing. You know, those shepherds, for instance, they were out doing their normal, ordinary jobs out in the middle of a field, and the angels appeared to them and said, We've got good news. For unto you today a child is born. He is the Savior. He is the Anointed One, the Lord. And so the shepherds left what they were doing. They left their sheep, and they went to Bethlehem to see the Savior. You know, in a lot of ways, we leave what we're doing on Christmas Day to go and maybe worship the Lord, or maybe it's around this Christmas time, a Christmas Eve service or something like that. But the biggest difference, the biggest challenge, the biggest impact is going to be how you make up your mind from here on out. What happens on December 26th? Is December 26th just a normal day like any other day? Or are you going to let Jesus have an impact on your life? We don't hear the rest of the shepherd's story, but I've got to think that that moment changed everything. You are sitting in front of your computer now watching a message about the Messiah listening to how the Messiah can impact your life. But the real challenge is, the real call, isn't just to look at a nativity scene or sing a few songs. It is to let the Messiah impact your life. I hope this Christmas day, you say to Jesus, Jesus, you came to this earth 2,000 years ago 
to impact the world. I want you to impact my life. Let him take over your life. Let him impact you and experience the greatest change that could ever happen. For my friends, my family, and New Hope Chapel, I wish you a very Merry Christmas and a wonderful year.